0: Good morning, and welcome to the Marketing Rocket Fuel Podcast. My name is Michael. I'm this, Drew.
1: This is Drew. How are you, Drew? Hey, I'm doing great. Doing great, Michael. Hey, you know what? We, we normally sit here and shoot the breeze for a little bit, but I, but I actually found something. I want to read this to you. Uh, here's a TED Talk that I heard recently, and I, and I've got the transcript to it. And I'm going to read this TED Talk and I'm going to do my best to like present it like a TED presenter. Um, And I want you to see if you can tell me who gave this TED Talk. All right. Okay. so so bear with me here. I'm going to I got to bring this in front of me so I can actually read it. Okay. so good day, everyone. I'm honored to be here and share with you today some insights and into how we as professional copywriters can beat AI language models. You see, it's not just about being clever with words or following the latest trends. To truly connect with our audience and stand out in a crowded market, we need to start with the why. Let's start with the first strategy. Having a deep understanding of our audience, as Simon Sinek once said, start with the why. We need to understand the motivations, desires, and pain points of our audience. What drives them? What are they looking for? Only then... Can we craft copy that speaks directly into their hearts and minds? The second strategy is, is creativity and originality. We can't just copy what everyone else is doing. We need to come up with something fresh and unique, something that captures the imagination and inspires action. As Cynic said, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. We need to tap into the emotions of our audience and connect with them on a deeper level. The third strategy is emotional intelligence. We need to understand how our audience is feeling and evoke an emotional response with our copy. Whether it's excitement, fear, or joy, we need to speak to the heart as well as the mind. As Cynic said, people don't buy what you do, they buy how you make them feel. The fourth strategy is error free and concise copy. We need to make sure our copy is polished and easy to read. As Cynic said, if you don't know your destination, how will you know when you've arrived? We need to be clear and concise in our messaging so our audience knows exactly what we're offering. And finally, we need to add a personal touch. As Cynic said, people don't buy what you do. They buy who you are. We need to write in a conversational tone that feels like one-on-one conversation with our reader. We need to be authentic and show our audience who we as people, who we are as people, not just as copywriters. So, Michael, who do you think gave that TED talk? Obviously, they're a, a Simon Sinek fan. <laughs>
0: Obviously, and I, so am I. I love Simon Sinek. He's everywhere. I remember hearing him speak, not in person, but I've seen his TED Talk and seen some stuff uh, with him uh, and and just love his message. Uh, I have no idea who gave this TED Talk, but um, they certainly make a compelling argument uh, as far as how modern copywriters can sort of uh, stave off this whole AI phenomenon.
1: Well, believe it or not, that entire TED talk was written by Chat GPT. <laughs> oh my god, you're killing me! You're killing me, man! <laughs> and it, and that, is, that was actually unedited, written by Chat GPT. Uh, that's and crazy. so you know that, and that's what we wanted to talk about today. Is we want to talk about copywriters versus Chat GT, GPT. What does a copywriter do? What does Chat GPT do? And and how is it changing the role of copywriters? Is it going to take away all the copywriters' jobs? Is copy dead, or <laughs> is that even the right question to be asking?
0: Right, uh, right. Well, first of all, let's let's go ahead and um, so frame out this conversation by defining or telling our viewers and listeners who have been maybe sleeping under a rock, um, and if you have been sleeping under a rock. <laughs> Uh, let us lift the rock off of you and tell you what Chat GPT is. And I'm going to be reading off of some notes here. Uh, you know, Chat GPT uh, is an artificial intelligence language model created by OpenAI. Now, who is OpenAI? Uh, you would think that OpenAI is something that uh, got spawned out of some of these existing tech companies. Um, and you would be wrong. Actually, OpenAI is a company independent of um, the Alphabets and the Googles and uh, the Amazons of the world. That's right. But with that said, the Microsofts and the Amazons are investing heavily in OpenAI. Just- oh, yeah, they've certainly taken interest not just interest they're they're opening the checkbook and yeah. they are investing so um you know it uh it's trained on a large data set of text allowing it to generate human like responses to text based inputs i'll leave that there uh, we'll probably uh, fill in some other details or you can fill in some details that you think i've missed but um
1: when did you hear, go ahead, you. I'm going to say the interesting thing about this is chat GPT is not that old. Um, You know, the, the technology doesn't even sound like it should exist yet. Um, Just because we, especially if you're in, in our generation, you, you kind of think of that as still as science fiction, but it's, it's really, you know, science fact now that we have artificial intelligence that we can talk to ask questions of and get to, to, not only write things for us, but to um, to help us find answers to things that we're trying to find answers to. Um, you know, you can use it as a personal assistant. You can use it for for all kinds of things. It's not just for copy. Right. Um, but the the reason we're talking about it right now is because since it was released to the public in November, it has absolutely exploded. I mean, it... It, it rocketed well past 200 million users just like that. Right. And and so that's why a lot of people in marketing, especially people who write copy are like, oh man, I'm not sure how I feel about this. I'm not sure if this is a good thing or a bad thing, or if I should be afraid for my job, or if I should go, um, you know, hide <laughs> under, under a rock somewhere. Um, and so I think... To further this discussion, now we need to talk about what is a copywriter? What does a professional copywriter actually do? And, you know, because a lot of times we use this term in our in our industry, in the marketing industry, and we we have a good understanding of it. But people who aren't in marketing hear copywriter. And the first thing they think is that they'll see with the circle around it. Right. And that's not a copywriter. That's somebody that's something that has been copywritten. That's protected. But a copywriter writes copy. They write the text that go on uh, in marketing materials. They write the text that go in commercials. They write the text that goes on blog posts, on articles, on social media posts. They're the ones that write that copy. And it's typically somebody who's writing copy for the purpose of marketing and promotion or persuasion. Um, they're trying to they're they're trying to convince you of something. Now it may be a subtle thing or it may be an obvious thing, but they're trying to convince you of something with their writing, um, and they're trying to do it in a way that evokes an emotional response from the reader. Uh, so that's what a copywriter is, and they're they're extremely important to marketing because if you've ever read a website that um, that was written by the business owner. Because they didn't want to pay for copywriting, you can tell.
0: Absolutely. Now let me backtrack a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think Chat GPT is um, is one of the few few things that has been launched at a time. It's sort of a perfect storm. Mm-hmm. Like you could think back to um, different technologies. Uh, the one that stands out to me. And it just happens to be one of Google's one of Google's uh, fail. Uh, they would probably deem it a failure. Mm-hmm. But do you remember Google Glass? Oh
1: my gosh! So Google Glass. We you all guys thought that do- was going to be like oh, the, yeah. the thing that everybody was
0: wearing. For for you guys who do not know what Google Glass is because Google has probably done a great job at scrubbing the internet, so it doesn't <laughs> exist. But Google Glass was a. Um, Sort of interactive uh, augmented reality set of glasses, and they could have and they even got as far as if you had sent in your prescription, they would be prescription and you know the big thing about it was somebody got pulled over by the cops, and they were they um, were wearing Google Glass, and the cop cop was uh, wondering if they were recording anyway, I think that was a little early right? Mm -hmm. ChatGBT with this whole advent of working remotely, uh, the great resignation, people shifting around in the market, the job marketplace, especially the marketing job marketplace. This has hit at a time where it has completely disrupted the marketing industry Especially for copywriters, I'm just going to throw that out there. Now, right. I will, I will push back a little bit um, on, <laughs> on you, Drew, that there is a distinct, distinct difference between a content, a content somebody that writes content, right, and some and, and a copywriter. Mm-hmm. And so, let's just make that distinction here. I, I, I believe somebody who writes content is somebody that can sit there with either a transcript or uh, some talking notes and just hammer out words on a page that have to do with that content, with that title. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whether they use research or whether they use ChatGPT as sort of a primer, but a, a copywriter, a pure copywriter And, you know, I don't know if you watch the show like Mad Men um, Mm -hmm. back in the day, um, a copywriter that they are tasked with evoking emotion. They are tasked with evoking or compelling somebody to act based on their words. And so, you know, my big joke about design and designing something is everybody thinks they're a graphic designer until they run into a graphic designer. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and actually
1: we're doing a little teaser. We're going to talk about that in our next episode. Right.
0: Um, but everybody thinks they're a copywriter until they run into a copywriter. And then you're like, wow, they're either really talented. They've either been doing this a long time or the scary ones, the
1: unicorns are the ones that are both really talented doing this for right. a long time. Right. Um, so so I guess the big question that's on everybody's minds uh, as far as chat GPT and copywriting and content creators in general go is, is AI going to take all our jobs? Is AI going to make that type of role obsolete uh, to where we don't need professional copywriters? Can anybody just hop on chat GPT and write their own copy or have it generate their own copy and just use that. Um, and if they do, uh, I guess let's answer the first question there. I mean, is this just for everybody? Is, it, is Can anybody do it or what?
0: I'm actually, this is, I'm not actually here. This is actually an AI version okay. of me. <laughs> So you're talking to a a robot here. No, and and I'm kidding. A robot would be way more polished than what I'm giving off here. (laughs) But, I, you know, that would be like saying, um, you know, there there have been a lot of pieces of technology that everybody was thinking would take everybody's job. I mean, they've been talking about this since the assembly line.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember way back in the days when I worked for a uh, General Electric factory and they they brought in some robots. And everybody was like, oh my gosh, the robots are gonna take our job. Um, and this was back in the mid 90s. So there was also concern about jobs going overseas and all that stuff too. But so that's a whole other story. We don't, we don't go into politics here. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> but then everybody was like, the robots are gonna take our jobs. Right and it turned out they needed somebody to operate that robot yes now the person who was doing the job before may not have been qualified to operate the robot and so that's an important distinction it right. didn't didn't take away human jobs but it required humans to adapt
0: it it did so for me the whenever i'm thinking about technology taking over jobs and eliminating people. Um, there are two companies that always pop into mind, that were in a position to dominate the their industry, and their lack of pivoting or adaptation um, was basically the 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 death of their companies. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them is Kodak. Uh, and they dug in. They just, you know, there's whole digital camera thing. Nah. No, everybody's going to keep using film. Yeah. Wink, because, wink.
1: Because digital would never produce the quality that film would.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. The second one is a, a small company uh, called BlackBerry. And they were first to market with, you know, mobile devices and they're like you know what there's no way anybody's gonna not want a physical keyboard on their phone and (laughs) and here we are Mm -hmm. you know 20 years later and people are probably gonna have to ask chat gpt what blackberry is um so it's those two things and then rap music obviously that was a fad it was that was gonna go away right but no i'm kidding um (laughs) but we have I just,
1: to. <laughs> I just had this flashback to me and my friends back in like 1982 oh, yeah. with a big sheet of cardboard out on the, out on the front uh, driveway yep. break dancing. Yep. Uh, yeah. Don't, don't even try to imagine that it was horrible. It was, It was, the, yeah. It was I mean, I remember,
0: the, I remember doing that with fat shoelaces and everybody was saying, this is a fad, fat, uh, you know, um, Rap music is going to go away, and now the hip-hop culture is just in everything now. There's literally no commercials out there that do not have some sort of a hip-hop vibe. Let's bring it back to Chat GPT, AI and copywriting. I, yeah, I did
1: hip-hop kill rock and roll?
0: Exactly. No, they just. No. So I mean, there's a lot
1: of there are a lot Smith of correlations. got together with Run DMC, and Absolutely. they produced a great song
0: absolutely and and I think what we're going to see after the dust settles with this is this is going to get folded in to what we're doing on the marketing side and what agencies and um marketing departments are going to be doing, and if they don't, they are absolutely going to get left in. The dust it's not even going to be close because well, what I mean, this is going to do what this is going to do is it's going to allow companies to um 10x whatever they're doing as far as content whether that's it's right. um just the sheer volume of it the production value of it um and then truly truly innovative ideas truly truly uh original uh content that no one's ever seen or content that has been sort of mashed together um is gonna really shine at this point because it's gonna sort of dilute what's happening and then the superstars are gonna rise to the top it always it always happens
1: always so so i i was um in researching for uh for this episode i actually came across a, a really cool um uh, YouTube video and I and I'll link to it in the description here because I want to give credit to other creators. Um, but um, but he said a really insightful thing: um, AI is not going to take away everybody's jobs, but the people who know how to use it well will. Yes. And so that's really what we need to be thinking about. So you know, AI versus copywriters—that's not. I mean, that makes a, a cool deathmatch kind of title, yes. uh, you know, and, and we, we have that on our YouTube thumbnail. But um, but the real question is how do copywriters adapt to using AI to be more effective with what they do? Because at the end of the day, you know, you still have to develop a strategy. You still have to know who your audience is. And even if you're using ChatGPT either as a prompt or to, to write and, and hone articles, you still have to proof them. You still have to ask the right questions to make sure it's going to reach those audiences. And you as a copywriter, you as a content creator, because I'm going to lump these together, because in, in the, the size companies we work with, those are usually the same person. Right. Um, and so with those creators, they still have work to do, you know. ChatGPT can help make them better at their jobs. It's a, it's a tool. And if you know how to use the tool, you're going to be better at your job. Right. You know, just like when I learned how to operate robots in the factory the, all those years ago, gosh, that was 30 years ago. Um, <laughs> all those years ago, I got better at my job right. because I learned how to use the robot. I adapted to the technology that was available at the time. Right. Um, you know, imagine if you had held out on learning to use Google Whoops, and, and you just said, you know what? I don't need Google. I'm just going to go to the library for everything. Yeah. Where would you be now? Yep. You know, so it, it's, so yeah. Do I think that, um, well, I guess one of the things that we probably need to talk about though, is what happens when we rely too much on it? because Um, that's a danger too there's a fine line here Yeah.
0: so you know there's there's you know a a crutch can can help you two ways you know Mm -hmm. a crutch can get you through an injury and a crutch can make you lazy Mm -hmm. so you know for me uh, like I mentioned in the opening or when we started this episode that this has come along at the perfect time like Remember there was a time where you, uh, actually used the, the Google input box, right? Like if you go to Google, you can actually, they're still there. I I don't even know why they still do it, but people (laughs) actually typed in there. Now, what do you do now? Do you even use that box? No, most people just use the browser. Right. They, they just type it into the browser window instead of typing in, you know... Uh, or,
1: or we talk to our devices throughout the right. home. Right,
0: Abso- absolutely. I mean, yeah. I, I'm probably going to set it off, but there's, you know... There's, <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying
1: yeah. I'm trying to avoid right. saying the phrase. Here we so go. Everybody that's driving us.
0: right now, I'm going to drive you crazy because I'm going to say, hey, Google, or hey, Siri. It woke up. It woke up go. on the other side
1: of the room. There you go.
0: Hey, Siri, or... Hey Alexa! I mean, we are used to interacting with devices without mm-hmm. using these anymore. Mm-hmm. And so, think about a, a time where that didn't exist, and that time I, I can't even remember, right? And if right. you want, if you want to roll it back even further, uh, and and I'm really dating myself here, but I mean, there was a time where a fax machine was like this.
1: Ooh, like this whole magic thing. And yeah, then it was the like. Greatest tool in the office and ind- became indispensable.
0: Absolutely. And not just indispensable. It hit a tipping point to where it was like, boom, everybody had one. It was like the, the cost of doing business was having a fax machine. Mm-hmm. And so this is where this is going, and, but it's just going to get there way quicker. And it may yeah. already be there and you may already be i mean I, there are entire youtube channels now where there's not a human being on the screen
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: a it's an ai generated video from an ai generated voice using an ai generated voice reading an ai generated script mm-hmm. and so we are there we're just we just happen to be early but you know if if you are if you are not if you're hearing about chat GPT and AI for the first time, when you listen to this vid- podcast or see this video, then you're behind and you, you may be so far behind that there, we're going to, you're going to get lapped and then you're going to feel like you're ahead, but that's not a, not a good thing.
1: You know, and, and it's interesting because I was trying, I was debating whether we were even recording this too late in the conversation, right? Because it's happened that quickly. Yep. Um, but but then also understanding who our clients are. And um, I'm not saying that our clients are behind, but it's not. We tend to, to see these things coming at us really fast because mm-hmm. that's where our fingers are, our fingers on that pulse. Right. But yeah. people who are running a factory, people who are running home services companies and things along that line, though, they're not necessarily... Ha- paying attention to that because they're paying attention to running their businesses. They're paying attention to things in their industry. Mm-hmm. If you asked me, you know, how to replace a, a circuit breaker panel on a home, I could not tell you, and I couldn't tell you what the latest one is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but you know, if you asked me about ChatGPT, GPT, I started hearing about this and I was like, I have got to investigate this because it's a game changer. And it was very easy to tell it's a game changer uh so much so that people are kind of starting to watch it to see if it's going to be the next google um well here's a hot take
0: mm-hmm.
1: chat gpt uh if
0: they're not careful if they're not careful um you know if i was if i owned chat gpt i would be taking bids because there are existing companies out there uh with way deeper pockets um mm-hmm. that are reverse engineering this as we speak, right? And that have been and using one of a, them.
1: Yeah. One of them has the big A B C D E F G in their name. Yes. So
0: I mean, there is, uh, and and I don't know how it's going to shake out, but I I feel like before before the end of the year, um, this is going to be Google's going to have their own, mm-hmm. and it's going to be it's going to be browser based in Chrome. And I could see uh, a chat come up in the browser. Uh, You can give it prompts and you can tell it to, you know, insert whatever content that it generates into a Google doc or into a Google sheet or make a slide presentation for you in Google slides. Um, This is, it's, you know, I, I I can just see, I could just imagine people in the boardroom at Google or at Apple or at Meta at Amazon going, how did they get the jump on us? I hmm. could just see that conversation. They're like, where did these guys come from? How do we either buy them out, make them go away, acquire them, do something? Because right. it's just hard to believe that a company like OpenAI got the jump on the, the the big big tech. It's just crazy to me.
1: Well, and that's where Microsoft has got billions of dollars going into this company yeah. now. Because they're like, yeah, this is our shot to come back here. They're they're like trying to pull an Elvis. They're they're trying to make this big comeback. Thank you very um, much. Yes. And um, and hopefully they don't uh, choke on a fried peanut butter and banana sandwich. But, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, man, I, just, I mean, I open.
0: Uh, yeah, Chat has already been integrated. If you if you're listening to our voices or seeing us on mm-hmm. YouTube, and you're a Microsoft Teams user, you are already using chat GPT. That's right, uh, because what it's doing is it's taking the transcript of every meeting and then you can tell it what to do with it with regards to meeting minutes or generating action items. Uh, it's it's crazy.
1: Well, and it's being integrated into several things that uh, that we use every day, some of our social media planning tools, some uh, you know these things that that we were already using is being integrated into those in in a way that, that's trying to make it easier. But I think what we need to do is we need to kind of step back and recognize that there is value in human creativity. Yes. But that chat GPT is a big culmination of human creativity. Yeah. It didn't happen without human beings. Right. But the types of creativity that people make moving forward they're going to find creative ways to use these tools just like when the paintbrush was invented people found creative ways to use it yeah. um you know, i don't know who invented the paintbrush if that's yeah. been around since the dawn yeah, time. But, I but, but i
0: mean uh, with that on that through line could you imagine bob ross with an an ipad
1: oh wow well,
0: hey he'd be amazing right it well, wouldn't and, have taken away graphic, anything
1: our graphic designer you know has an ipad that she draws and sketches on and it Syncs right up with her Mac. You know, we're a Mac shop over here, um, and and she's creating great content because mm. she's she's got tools and she knows how to use them, right? Uh, and that'll get into next episode a little bit. Um, but uh, so, I guess, what should our takeaways be from all of this stuff that we're learning about Chat GPT all of a sudden? Yeah, what for other? me,
0: yeah, for me um, is d- don't be uneducated about this folks don't mm-hmm. don't don't put your head in the sand don't be uh you know don't be on your heels you need to be proactive about this mm-hmm. um
1: and it's well and it's, that's a good rule of thumb for life right you know yeah. don't 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 get so caught up in how you're doing something now that you miss opportunities and you become the, the blockbuster of your industry
0: right yeah for me You know, I'm a, um, well, not anymore, but there was a time where I played a lot of golf. Mm -hmm. Um, And it would be silly. It would be silly for me to go out there and say, no, I'm a purist. I'm still going to use a wooden driver and these old golf balls that spin too much and not embrace technology that, number one, makes the game more Mm -hmm. enjoyable, but also makes it a little easier. And Mm -hmm. so I would say that this there's, there's a nice correlation there with, you know, technology and sports making athletes better. There's no reason why we can't think of chat GPT as something that would make us better marketers and better at what we do. Mm -hmm. So get educated about it. Look it up, play, play with it. Uh, We'll drop the link in the
1: description. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of links in the description and stuff, uh, stuff along that line. So, um, hey, this uh, this podcast, Marketing Rocket Fuel podcast, is sponsored by Escape Plan Marketing. Uh, if you need help with your marketing, uh, if you're not uh, not ready to um, try to learn everything you can about Chat GPT, or you just need help with your social media, your website, all of that stuff, and you're a mid-sized company, we want to talk to you. Uh, go to escapeplanmarketing.com and book a free discovery call we'll sit down for 30 minutes over over a video chat and get to know one another and decide if we might be a good fit to help you move forward in your business absolutely um, now, and uh, now oh uh, what else do we want people to do here uh, if they're watching this for the first time, Michael,
0: I don't know. Really cool people on YouTube say, "Smash that like button and subscribe. smash." That's right. But if you could just Hulk click, smash. It, that's right. Just click it. You don't have to smash anything. It's really easy. Right. Just click it. Subscribe. It helps with. It helps with those algorithms that. Yeah, all- it, it helps
1: the AI know when to right. to put content like this up there. And if you hit the bell. The AI will automatically let you know whenever we post a new episode, so that's awesome too. Yep, um, but uh, yeah, don't smash it, especially if you're you're watching on your phone, yeah, uh, because smashing your phone is not a good thing. Just ask my ten year old. Um, <laughs> but uh, you can you can listen to Marketing Rocket Fuel any place you get your podcasts, or you can watch us on YouTube, or just go to escapeplanmarketing.com We're on the blog there, so you can find us all over the place. Uh, and if it's your first time or your 50th time, whatever, just, uh, be sure and comment, let us know what you think. Uh, do you think chat GPT is going to take, make copywriting obsolete? Um, uh, discuss.
0: (laughs) And you've teased it a couple times, but I want to tease it one more time before we let people go. What are we going to be talking about next time,
1: Drew? Next time on marketing rocket fuel, we're going to be talking about who is a graphic designer? What do they do? And why can't you do it yourself? I Well, let's save it for the next episode. <laughs> Drew, thank you.
0: It's great spending the morning with you as usual. Uh, and uh, thanks for hanging out with the episode. Peace
1: out, people.